Welcome to the second edition of the CrossFit Fernandina podcast. I'm Joshua Joyner, uh, being joined by Coach Chris Dupree. Today we are going to talk a little bit about the programming for the week ahead. Uh, today's Sunday, February 3rd, and we're looking for the week ahead, kind of break down the programming, tell everyone what to expect, and uh, give uh, kind of some of our thoughts on the programming. Right, Chris? Sounds good to me. All right. So this is our uh, first time, uh, second podcast, but first time doing one remotely. So uh, we'll have to see <laughs> if this this works out. And I believe Chris is somewhere in uh, rural Georgia on the road. So um, Chris, pay attention to what you're doing and don't get in a wreck or anything. So anyway, um, nothing to hit out here but deer. OK, <laughs> well, don't hit one. OK, so looking ahead, um, hopefully people listen to this. Uh, well, first of all, if you're the kind of person uh, of our, our members who doesn't want to know what you're getting into ahead of time when you come to classes, then you may want to uh, press pause or close out on this podcast and not listen because we're going to break it down. Uh, but if you're like me and you kind of like to geek out over this stuff and plan your rest days and kind of know what you're getting into each week and, and, and have you know, workouts to look, look forward to or hopefully you know, maybe even not really look forward to, um, you know, it's be a good chance to kind of talk about it. So first of all, we're going to break it down a little bit. Um, looking at Monday, uh, we have some we're going to build up to a heavy front squat. Uh, for our strength, actually uh, going for a one rep max, and we're going to do some weighted strict pull-ups as our uh, as our progression. Uh, excuse me, as our superset. Uh, and then the metcon for that one is uh, kind of short and sweet. You got actually uh, dumbbell thrusters, 15 of them as a buy-in, and then three rounds of some weighted strict pull-ups, 10 for the guys, five for the ladies, and 20 wall balls. Chris, what do you think of that workout when you get a first uh, first look at it there? Uh, well, I like the heavy front squat. That part sounds good. And then the, for the Metcon, uh, the strict weighted pull-ups, it's only three rounds, like you said, short and sweet, but I imagine that's going to slow a lot of people down uh, pretty quick. I mean, it's that's 30 strict pull-ups total with not much time to recover in between each one. Uh, yeah. So I think that'll be the real hang-up for that one. Yeah, that's one where we might see some scaling come into play. Uh, I mean, the, the pull-ups, they're not only strict, but they're weighted. Uh, that many of them, especially for the guys, like you said, to have to do 30. Um, that's going to be pretty challenging, and especially in that uh, five to nine minute time frame we're looking at there. Uh, I look at that one, and I'm like, I see a, a pretty good challenge there for me. I'm pretty good on the strict pull-ups. Um, add some weight to them, though, and that's going to slow me down. I'm, I'm kind of excited about that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, wall, yeah. yeah, I can definitely foresee having to scale uh, probably just to doing not weighted, at least right. for me. You could uh, still scale up the wall balls, though, right, and do a 30-pound wall ball? Oh, boy. <laughs> I know you like that. All right. Uh, so that's Monday. Uh, hopefully that's a pretty good one. Um, like I said, just keeping in mind that it should be uh, within the five to nine minutes. So if you know it's going to take you a long time to do those strict pull-ups, we may be looking at scaling that one. Uh, so a lot of people are going to ask this. Uh, is that front squat, is that going to be the next cycle, or is that just happen to be a one-off thing? To, to be determined. We're still working on that. As you okay. know, uh, we have the Open coming up starting in, uh, what, just a couple weeks. Yeah. Um, so we may that may be coming to play after the Open. I don't think we're going to do a lifting cycle uh, through during the open, just cause there's so much going on with the scheduling, um, during the open and, and things right. get kind of crazy. So, um, which stay tuned about that. We're going to have a podcast, uh, in a couple of days, uh, with all the details of the open, uh, the intramural yep. open, the Friday night lights and all that soon. So, um, but yeah, and just explaining what the open is. Cause a lot of people may have never even done it. Yes. Yeah. Excited to get all the information out. And, uh, I think we got the draft coming up. Uh, in, uh, we do. on Very Saturday, soon. right? That's right. Saturday morning, bright and early. All the coaches are super excited to get to the gym uh, early in the morning. Are they, the, the captains? The captains, yeah. that's what I meant, yeah. I'm sure they are, and we appreciate those. And who are who are the captains? Just go ahead and give them a shout-out. Yep, so shout-out for the captains. 
Uh, so it's going to be Sarah Fishwild, uh, Tommy Goad, uh, Brent Roth, and then uh, my brain just went blank. Oh, uh, Kylie Steele. Oh, there you go, Coach Kylie. All right, awesome group there. They're going to get us some good teams put together, I am sure. Okay, back to the programming, the task at hand. Tuesday, um, I want to point out that the uh, context actually is a practice context, and it says take it easy today because of what we have, plan- what we have planned for tomorrow. We'll get that in a minute, but that gives you a hit that Wednesday. Uh, we should be kind of looking ahead to that. Um, but for Tuesday, we got the deadlifts, so we are about – should be over halfway through the deadlift cycle now, but we got some uh, – going back to the floor for these deadlifts, six sets of four, uh, doing touch and go, control descent, uh, not bouncing the weight, touching it, and then going right into our next rep. Uh, so it's a little different than the deficit deadlifts we've been doing. Um, we got these uh, touch-and-go deadlifts mixed in to kind of break it up and change things up a little bit. Of course, uh, we're doing strict handstand push-up as our uh, superset, six of them per set, six sets of six on the strict uh, handstand push-up, or this might be where some people need to start mixing in some uh, uh, strict shoulder press uh, with that much volume. Um, what do you think about that, Chris? Uh, so for the deadlifts, the big thing is going to be uh, that controlled descent, I think, uh, and making because we have been dropping from the top so much, uh, this is kind of working on that uh, concentric movement, uh, making sure that we're keeping that back nice and flat as we go back down into the deadlifts. Because uh, if you're going to round your back on a deadlift, uh, going down is honestly the easiest time to do it. Because when you're when you set up to pull that first deadlift, most people take the time to get a good setup and everything's nice and tight. It's when you're coming back down. Uh, and going into that next rep that you might lose some of that technique. So we're going to really want to focus on keeping that core uh, fully tight all the way around, not just in the abs, but all the way around, protecting that spine, keeping those shoulder blades pulled together. Uh, And then, like you said, those strict handstand push-ups, I I think there will be no shame in going to some of the progressions, like you said, either the shoulder press or even doing it on the box. Um, uh, Yeah, because – Six yeah, those, sets of six is going to be a lot. That's going to be a lot. It's going to get spicy in a, in a, in a strength portion. <laughs> um, right. Yeah, and, I, and I'm with you on the deadlifts. Like, I think that's one thing people need to understand. The reason we're doing this, uh, that controlled descent, that should carry over to when we do deadlifts in Metcons. Um, yep. That you know that we really focus on that control on the way down uh, anytime yep. we do deadlifts, unless, like I said, when we're doing these deficit deadlifts we've been doing and we're dropping from the top. Seeing this now, this is our cycle eight, uh, session eight of 11, so – this week and next, and that's it on the deadlift. We'll be maxing yeah. those out again. Um, we did have uh, Diane in the Open last last year. Yes. Like, we've, like we've said some, I could easily foresee that being the repeat. So you definitely want to make sure you're keeping that keeping that good technique on these uh, on these uh, touch-and-go deadlifts. Yes, definitely. That's an excellent point. Definitely want to keep that in mind. Uh, all right, the Metcon for Tuesday, uh, one that's a familiar one. Uh, I believe last time we did this one was back in November, so it hadn't been that long. Uh, it's an eight-minute AMRAP, 10 goblet squats, 15 American kettlebell swings, and then five round trips of 20-foot lateral shuffles with a line touch. I specifically remember this one. I don't know if I did it last time we did it. I know I've done it before, but I remember coaching it and everyone kind of taking this one lightly and, yep. and not, not realizing how tough it can be if you really push yourself. I uh, do remember it, this. Yes, I remember it surprised, sneaking up on some people. Uh, but this is one, like I said, we're looking ahead uh, Wednesday. Um, if you already looked, we have an open workout coming up on Wednesday. So this is one where you, if you plan on doing the open workout on Wednesday and, and kind of really testing yourself with that, you may want to plan on taking this one easy. Um, you know, in an eight-minute AMRAP, I mean, you know, instead of going all out like a sprint, taking it at about 75 to 80% um, so that you're not blown up for uh, Wednesday's workout because uh, those goblet squats and kettlebell swings uh, can get pretty spicy um, if, you're doing, if you're 
you know, like we said, not paying attention to our back and just rushing through it. So that's one thing I remember. It's a fun little workout. If you're not planning on doing Wednesdays, uh, you know, for some reason can't make it in the gym uh, Wednesday and aren't really worried about focusing on that open workout and testing yourself, then I would go all out on the uh, Tuesdays, and uh, it can be a really good one. Yeah. All right. Uh, moving ahead to Wednesday, uh, we do have an open workout plan. Uh, open 18.3. Uh, uh, this was my favorite from this past year's Open. Uh, it's a 14-minute AMRAP for most of us. Some people, it was two rounds for time. Uh, the, the real go-getters <laughs> out there. No one that I know. None of us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, it is, uh, let's see, it, let's see, did it open with 100 double-unders? Am I seeing that? It did. Yep. yep. Opens yep. with 100 double-unders. So right off the bat, if you don't have double-unders, you're scaling that or suffering through 14 minutes of trying. And some people did this. Some people suffered through yep. 14 minutes and got however many double unders they could get, um, which, you know, more power to them. Got a lot of practice, that's for sure. So, so for the, go ahead. For the open, if you're doing this in the open, that's probably not a, if you care about your ranking, that's a good strategy. If you, for this tomorrow, I would recommend if you don't have double unders, go ahead and scale because you're trying to get a better workout. Absolutely. Right? So. Absolutely. Yeah. That's going to be a, a total waste of your day if you go in yeah. and practice, you know, 100 double unders. Uh, or max double unders in 14 minutes. Um, yeah, I wouldn't do that. Um, definitely don't advise that. Uh, oh, yeah, so 100 double unders, then 20 overhead squats at 115 for the guys, 85 for the ladies, another 100, 100 double unders, 12 ring muscle-ups, 100 double unders, 20 dumbbell snatches at 50, 35, another 100 double unders, and then 12 bar muscle-ups. If you get through it all before the 14-minute time cap, which I maybe one or two of our people did last year, uh, I think you, a few of you did. Yeah, actually. I, I did not, and I was. Uh, I think I was third on the work. I think Ryan. Okay, and Craig so did. Craig and Ryan did. Yeah. yeah, and I was. I just. I think I was almost through the bar muscle ups. Um, yeah. Didn't get to the I knew second you were round. Close. Yeah, I knew that. You were and, close. and looking at this workout, I, that's my. I'm. I'm pretty excited about it, and that's my goal. That's my goal last year when I did it, uh, and in the open was to get through an entire round, and I missed it. I think it was. I think I got seven of, of the bar muscle ups. And missed it by five, um, and I didn't. I didn't repeat it. I, I didn't repeat. I think I repeated one last year. Uh, so I'm looking forward to trying that one uh, again and seeing if I can get through a whole round. Um, I definitely if, think you can. Yeah. I mean, you're just your double under speed is. Yeah, we were talking about that the other day. Whenever you were lapping me on the double unders, even though I went <laughs> unbroken, uh, it's a whole other uh, podcast there about uh, being uh, efficient with your double unders. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that one. Um, this is one, if you can do, uh, get to them. Some people may be getting some ring muscle-ups that haven't done them in a, a Metcon before or get a chance to try them. Um, I was what a lot of us in, or a lot of people ended up doing in the open, and so we might have some people doing that this week when we get to this yeah. workout. Right, Chris? You among those? <laughs> we'll see. We'll see how the shoulder holds up. All right. Uh, then moving ahead to Thursday, we have a long Metcon. No skill work, no uh, strength specifically. Uh, we have two 12-minute AM wraps where you're going to do a – row by end of 1200 meters for the guys a thousand meter for the meters for the ladies and then we're going to do as many rounds so in those 12 minutes you finish your row and then the remaining time of the 12 minutes you're going to do as many rounds as you can of 20 uh overhead dumbbell reverse lunge so that's one uh arm with a dumbbell overhead uh stepping back um 10 uh 10 reps in your left arm 10 reps on your right arm and you're switching legs each round so a little bit of coordination there with that but then we're going to set that burpee down after those 20 and do 15 Burpees facing the dumbbell. We've done bar facing. This is dumbbell facing. We have to jump over uh, the dump, dumbbell and then 10 toes to bar. You do that as many rounds as you can in that remaining 12 minutes. We're going to rest three minutes and do the whole thing again. So uh, we've done some workouts similar to this. It's been a, been a couple of weeks, but this is one where it's really about kind of grinding through it, I think, and, mm -hmm. and pacing. My, my goal always on a workout like this um, is to pace so that my 
row and we've done them with the row buy-in just like this. My row is actually better the second time around and my, uh, my max round. So the second part is better. I try to improve each time. That doesn't mean I go out and sandbag the first, the first 12, 12 minutes. Uh, but I, I really try to push myself in the second 12 minutes and do a little better. Um, you know, as far as pacing wise, what, what do you think there, Chris? Yeah, I think that's always a good goal. Uh, and part of that's just understanding your body. Uh, so maybe if you're newer, uh, you, you haven't learned where that pacing level is. And these are the type of workouts where you really get to practice that, uh, knowing. So a 1200, when I look at a 1200 meter row, uh, if once you've been, once you've, uh, got some experience with it, you should be able to look at a long row and know about what your pace needs to be. Right. So if I know my 2k row is a 145 and my one K or my 500 is a 125, then I need to split that difference. Right. And that's going to help me be able to hold that 500 meter pace. And uh, that's how you should really look at these longer rows is try to base everything off your 500 to 2K uh, row. Uh, and that should normally help you find that perfect pacing because yeah, if you go out and blow up in the first row, the rest of the workout's gonna be really, really painful. Right, wise words from the row master. Right? <laughs> uh, Jared might argue about that. Yeah, well, true, it's true. Well, one of our row uh, <laughs> technicians there giving some uh, free advice. Uh, yeah, so definitely some good things to keep in mind. I'm looking at the toes to bar as well if you're scaling that. Um, it's knee, knee raises, and we leave that as knee raises, not knee or knees above butt or hips or anything like that because you wanna get those knees as high as you can working towards getting your toes to bar. So um, if we don't have toes to bar or we're not really efficient with them yet, it's a good chance to practice them. And as always, uh, avoid ripping. All right, looking ahead to Friday. All right, this one I am super excited about. <laughs> um, so we have happened to have two open workouts in one week. And so just a word on that. We've been doing, uh, you know, about once a week open workouts here for since at least the, the new year. And we'd started a few um, even before that to get ready for the open, we're going to, you'll see that kind of probably this, we might not do many more after this week because you don't want to be doing that. That would put us doing open workouts, you know, right quite a bit right up to the open. And we want to kind of get our chance to recover and, and really be caught up and fresh going into the open. And as you know, uh, if any, who, anyone who did this past week did, uh, the open where I think it's 15.5 that we did with the thrusters and rowing. I did. It, yeah, it, I did it Saturday yeah, morning. It, uh, it, th these open workouts can kind of wreck you. Um, yep. if, if done, you know, correctly and all out so this might be a week where you choose one of the, the two to, like uh wednesday and friday um between the two to go out on one and the other one just to kind of practice um and go but they are two very different workouts wednesday is a longer workout whereas friday uh is a short and sweet seven minute amrap uh we first have our deadlifts we'll get through those um going back to the deficit just seven sets of one with the deficit and seven sets of three uh on the strict handstand push-ups so we get, so get a break there on the volume with that but then the open workout we are going to do seven minute amrap of 10 power snatches and they are light my favorite 75 pounds <laughs> for the guys 55 for the ladies i'm looking at it immediately thinking hey we need to go unbroken on that and then three bar muscle ups uh so this one i i mean i i hate to, to brag but this is one is right in my wheelhouse <laughs> um yep. this I, I, is a this, josh joiner workout this is and this is probably one of my favorites and unfortunately that year, I did not do the open, so I've been praying for a repeat of this workout, so I actually get to do it in the open one year. Um, Stop I'd love... your prayers. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, seven-minute AMRAP, 10 power snatches, uh, three-bar muscle-ups. Uh, we'll have the scaling options for that, obviously, as well. Um, but for those of us who are, are, are uh, pretty efficient with the, the power snatch and can handle that weight, which, um, you know, most um, – a lot of us right. can. But then yeah. the bar muscle-ups. If you got your bar muscle-ups down, that's one you can really go after and should be able to string three. If you can string those together, you can really kind of tear it up on that one. 
but what do you think, Chris? Can we do DT instead? <laughs> no, I, I was going to say, I know you're not too excited about this one. I promise you we'll, we'll have DT coming up. Uh, for those yeah. who don't know, we had DT planned earlier in – or actually late last year. It was Yeah, like, I don't even remember what it was. It's been a while now. But we, uh, for whatever reason, we didn't end up doing it. We had to change some things around, and Chris has been mad at me ever since. I've been very bitter ever since. He has, to say the least. So we are uh, working on plugging that in somewhere. I promise it's coming. And for those who don't know, DT is a heavy barbell workout. Uh, we talk about wheelhouse workout in your wheelhouse or kind of – your, you know, your jam, um, this one that we're doing, the open workout, is my in my wheelhouse. DT is definitely in Chris's. Uh, we couldn't – I don't think we could be more opposite in our uh, yeah. our proficiencies here, do you think, Chris? But – so you should train to not have a wheelhouse. However, everybody has a little bit of a wheelhouse unless you're Matt Frazier. So. Yeah, and then, you're, then everything's your wheelhouse. So. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, exactly. but, but, yeah. yeah, for this workout, I agree. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be – even if you're only doing singles on the bar muscle ups, which most likely I will be, uh, you can still get through quite a few rounds of these. Three at a time isn't too terrible. Uh, and you, who knows, you might surprise yourself and knock out more rounds of this than you think. I think most, mo- the majority of people can definitely handle the RX weight, even mm-hmm. if you're scaling the muscle ups. Yep. Yeah, and that might be something to try to work the work with a little bit heavier weight. And I, I think the scaled weight might be the empty barbell. I think so. Um, I hadn't looked. Out. We'll get that in there as well. But um, might be a chance to try a little bit heavier weight and then scale the bar muscle up movement as needed. So uh, that's the the week. Uh, we'll look at Saturday. This is actually I didn't get to do this Saturday workout last time we did it, but I remember seeing it. Uh, it was back in September, and really, oh, I remember doing yeah, this one. This yeah, one was I do remember this one. Uh, one like it. It looks real. real uh, looked good to me or like it'd be a good one 25 minute amrap you're with a partner but um it's kind of split up so that you you and your partner are are working at opposite times and while your partner's working you get to do a rope climb so you have some time you know it's 25 minute amrap those are gonna get pretty tough um after a while you're gonna be doing if you know for a lot of people some of us can can move through them pretty quickly but that one rope climb you're gonna need some time to get through um so you have while your partner's doing the work which we'll go in a second to do your rope climb so the rope climb is part A of it, and then part B would be 15 box jumps, 15 rushing kettlebell swings, and then 40 double unders. So you would rotate through doing that part of it, and during your rest, you're doing your rope climb. Uh, it's a yep. way for us. Beyond, we'll be honest, like we only have two big ropes in the gym, so you have a window there to do a rope climb. So we can get a, you know a lot of people um, can do a rope climb with a big class. Whereas yep. if you you know we, we don't have a huge log jam at the ropes, um, you have a yep. window to complete it while you're resting. Um, but that one looked fun back whenever it was done. Uh, I'm hoping, you know, I think Chris, I think you're coaching a Saturday morning class. I don't know if you looked at the schedule. Uh, that yeah, may uh, have been have by design yep. so I can work out at 8 a.m. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, what do you think? Are you going to try to do that one this week? Yeah, I definitely will. Uh, uh, I remember this one really well. I mean, uh, Nick, Nick Gill and I did this one together last time. And, yeah, the rope climb, yeah, it was a big class when we did it, and it still works out fine because – some people are going to want to finish their round and immediately go do their rope climb. And then other people want to rest for a little while, then go knock it out. Each round, early on around may only take you a minute to 90 seconds, but you're going to slow down a lot, which is more than enough time to get a rope climb and still get enough rest to start those uh, box jumps. There you go. Um, and, and one thing to note, the reason we do that is we, a lot of times we do rope climbs, it's a buy-in because we have to kind of cycle through them and get everybody to get theirs in and they move on to the rest. This is a, and, and with that, you don't get a chance to do rope climbs fatigued. Um, so right. this is a chance for us to kind of work that in because I, I promise you one um, a rope climb at the beginning of a workout, uh, even three of them, let's say you do one, two, three rope climbs at the beginning of a workout as a buy-in, 
whenever you do a one and then do work, come back and do another one, do work, and then by that third one, it's going to be a lot har- harder to get that third one um, after doing all that work in between rather than doing three back-to-back for most people. Um, again, it sure depends is. on your efficiency with uh, using your legs and, uh, and wrapping around that rope. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, a good chance to practice that while fatigued. So definitely looking forward to that one. Uh, anything else, Chris, I guess that gets us through all the week's programming. Anything else uh, you're looking forward to or thinking about as we wrap this up? Uh, nope. I think, uh, I think we covered everything pretty well. All right. Um, if you've held on, backs. yeah. If you've held on, uh, held out long enough to hear this whole thing, then don't uh, don't forget that we have yoga. Uh, will be Sunday, so we do have something going on this Sunday coming up this week at 5 p.m. Yoga with Mandy. We had another big crowd this past Saturday. Looking forward to another great uh, yoga practice with Mandy um, on Sunday again at 5 p.m. Uh, before we go, Chris, uh, today is Super Bowl Sunday. You got any predictions for the game tonight? Uh. A Georgia running backs team will win the Super Bowl. Wow, way to go out on a limb there. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I for me, I, I honestly, how can you bet against Tom Brady? So that's uh, uh, that's where I'm at too. Yeah, the part of me doesn't ever want to see him win again, but at the same time, you're, you may never see something like this again. So and you can't bet against him. Exactly. So. Uh, but yeah, so if you guys will be listening to this and you can laugh at us if we're we're totally wrong. And, Tom Brady goes out and stinks it up, which I highly doubt. But uh, we'll all know tomorrow, uh, later tonight, how that goes. But As far as I know, the Rams didn't sign Eli Manning, so it's probably a safe prediction. <laughs> there you go. All right, Chris. Well, we will uh, look forward to attacking this, uh, this week ahead with the programming and enjoy it, and uh, we'll go from there. Have, uh, right. have a good week, everybody. See you all later.